Welcome to the Leading and Learning Through Safety podcast, where we discuss the technical and people side of safety. Safety should be your primary leadership tool for discovering more about your people and culture. Your host is Dr. Mark French, also known as the Safety Dude. Mark is a credentialed, experienced, and passionate professional with experience in automotive, food, chemical, nuclear, e-commerce, and energy sectors. He is going to share information and anecdotes from years of experience in the people side of safety based on industrial and organizational psychological theories. Safety is so much more than a technical skill. It is a motivational need that defines the culture of your organization. Employee safety is a meaningful business practice that makes a direct impact on everyone through direct behavioral engagement. That is why your organization should be using safety as a key method to learn about your culture and lead your teams. Thanks for joining this episode as we talk through current issues in people management and how they impact our everyday workplace. And welcome to this episode of the Leading and Learning Through Safety Podcast. Hey, I am your host, Dr. Mark French, and I am so happy you've chosen to join me. Another exciting episode here coming right up for you. I had uh, This is the second of the interviews that I did at the Kentucky Safety Conference. This interview is with Chrissy Dawson of the EI Group. We talk about environmental and sustainability and what the group is seeing on the horizon from their clients and what is on the edge of what is everyone talking about in that environmental world. So uh, without me talking much more, let's jump right into that interview. Well, my name is Chrissy Dawson. I am a project manager with the EI Group. Uh, we are an environmental health and safety consulting firm. Uh, our corporate office is based out of Morrisville, North Carolina. We have satellite offices um, in Charlotte, North Carolina, uh, Greenville, South Carolina, Richmond and Roanoke, Virginia. And then we also have staff in Georgia, Florida. We work throughout the country. Oh, wow. That's awesome. So what... Wow, it seems like you're everywhere. What all are you focused on? Like, what kind of what kind of fun EHS stuff are you doing? All right. So even though we do so much, my primary focus is in the environmental field. Um, though I've been doing due diligence work for years, we're starting to transition more at this office into environmental compliance and sustainability work. Ooh. So when you talk about environmental compliance and sustainability, like. Are people finally getting upset about air, water, land, or are they are they really actually looking to try to improve like their sustainability, or or is it a mix of all of them? Yeah. So the trend really is that we are moving toward a more sustainable environment. Um, it's not required here in the U.S. at this point, but the uh, the EU is starting to transition into it being a regulatory requirement and not voluntary. So we're going to hopefully see that transition in the U.S. in the next few years, but it is already happening um, because most businesses are working on a global scale. We're going to we're going to see that effect coming down here too from corporate offices in other countries. Nice. Um, so yeah, people are starting to care, which is good. But that is good. I mean, it's, it's nice to hear that we're caring. Yeah. So were you seeing more like uh, like? 
European U.S. entities, or actually is it like real U.S. companies that are getting fired up for it? Real U.S. Country, uh, companies, I mean, we've got, you know, you've got your Fortune 500 companies like your car manufacturers, their suppliers, pharmaceutical companies, but on the local scale, with your smaller businesses, we're seeing it, like a lot of the local distilleries, they're starting to really look into sustainability and ESG. Um, so, yeah, we're, we're seeing it on a local, smaller scale also. Oh, that's fantastic. And that's completely voluntary, since it's not required at this point. Yeah, that's exciting to hear that the companies are, are, are doing that and, and getting out there and seeing it. So when they call you and they're like, hey, we want you to help us with sustainability, wh- where do you even begin with something like that? That's a good question. There are programs out there, um, like we have the uh, ISO 14001 uh, program. It's, it involves environmental management of how they're managing their resources, a way to become more efficient, efficient. Um, reduce the waste that's going to landfills. I mean, there are lots of things, but they're looking for their water conservation, um, energy conservation, resource conservation. Um, so there are different programs that we use to look into that and help them reduce those things, you know, reduce their carbon emissions, see how efficient their uh, their company's working, their energy uh, efficiency. So there's a, there's a whole lot involved in that. It's a lot. Yeah. So, and I know we're here at the Kentucky Safety Conference. What specific area or do you work in for your organization? All like, right. what's your region? <laughs> so, that we covered the entire country. Uh, this particular office, uh, we do have this environmental uh, arm of it, but we have our industrial hygiene arm also, which we have our industrial hygienist here with us. So a lot of indoor air quality assessments, a lot of noise monitoring. Um, then we have our safety professional, and she will cover everything from uh, you know fall protection, lockout, tagouts, JSAs, um, confined space industry training trainer. So everything. And then we have our manager here, and she's the asbestos guru. So. Um, oh, wow. she'll, she'll talk as best as with you all day if you want. Yeah. <laughs> so, I know everybody's excited to talk about asbestos. I know that's... <laughs> it's that's, like a party. That's the exciting thing, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. yep. So in, in the area that you're working in, with sustainability or even with industrial hygiene, where are you seeing the trends? Like what, what are EHS professionals just screaming for help for? Um, at this point... They're really looking into um, their waste management. They want to look into zero waste going to landfill. So reports on things like that. Um, and then ESG, so the environment, social governance. I mean, they're really looking into that and how they can ensure they've got a safe workplace, a safe community, and a protected environment all at the same time. So, um, yeah, it's a gamble. Oh, wow. Yeah, that is, I mean, zero landfill. I remember I... I was in an organization a decade ago that was talking about it, and it felt like that was a pipe dream to me, that there was no way I'd ever get there. And so you're you're actually seeing it happen. It's happening. It's happening. We have been doing work for some very large companies, helping them with that, you know, reporting, at least coming up with how they're going to do this, um, how much it's going to, you know, potentially cost them to make this move. So, yeah, no, it is happening. Wow. When you're talking to these companies, is it... 
is it something like on like a, a years? Like it's going to take us so many years to get there? Yeah, or? yeah. This is a this is a long term goal, and uh, I know I like with think. your <laughs> with with your auto manufacturers, you know, we're looking at what 2030, 2035. I can't recall exactly, but that they're looking to be moving to battery off or you know battery powered and and away from yeah. the fossil fuels. So I mean, it's, it's a little bit of a longer term goal. It's going to take time. Well, yeah, no doubt. Yeah. But that's exciting to hear that. We actually wanted it. Yeah. Because there was a lot of years we didn't want, we didn't care. <laughs> nope, it's wonderful. We need to, <laughs> we definitely need to be more aware of what we're doing and working toward that more sustainable future. Um, some of us are also uh, working toward being sustainability and climate risk certified. Um, so, yeah, there's, it's, it's a big future for us. And, as uh, my mentor put a good line out there, he said that uh, sustainability is here to stay. It is now a part of the fabric of industry and manufacturing. So true. Oh, it's so true. So, on a personal, what drew you into the sustainability environmental world? What was it you're like, man, this, I like this. I think this is what I'm going to do for my living. What drew you to this profession? Well, it has been a transition because I... <laughs> I started. I started out. I was going to work in the petroleum industry. I was going to be a, you know, yes. exploration geologist. So it's it's been a transition. I ended up falling into consulting because I didn't want to move out west. So once I fell into that, I just started doing due diligence work. I just saw that there's this trend coming along. It is happening, and it's going to be important to be involved with that and to evolve with the industry. And so that's what led me there. It's just I want to evolve with it, and I think it's a positive step and I would, I would just like to be a, a part of that. Oh, I love it. So I'm, I'm really excited that you saw the writing on the wall because for me, I, I went into the safety field and I was like, okay, this is good enough and I never had that vision. So that's, that's so cool to hear that we're out there doing those things. Yeah. Well, that's the thing with the environment. It is an evolving, it's a dynamic system. So, you know, it's, it's going to change and we just need to change with it and make that positive change with it. Yeah. Yeah, not the negative change that yeah. this has been happening. That's right. <laughs> yeah. So if someone wanted to reach out to your company or to find you, how would they uh, reach out and find your organization? Oh, yeah, they can uh, definitely check out our website, uh, ei1.com, and they'll find everything they need on there, uh, any link to any of the fields that we handle, even our training courses for, you know, lead, uh, lead risk assessor, LRRPs, as best as even our training schedule is available on our website. Um, so I recommend going to ei1.com. Perfect. Well, thank you so much for joining me. Really enjoyed talking to you about the future of uh, sustainability. Thank you. <laughs> thank you, Mark. I, I really enjoyed it. Thanks. DSDA Consulting. Learn you. Lead others. The Myers-Briggs Type Indicator is an amazing tool. Problem is that it can be easily misinterpreted. Dr. Mark French is MBTI certified and ready to help you discover your inner strengths. The MBTI assessment can help with team building, stress management, communication, conflict management, and so much more. Individual and group sessions are available to help you discover what makes you great. For more information, visit us on the web at tsdaconsulting.com. And welcome back to the second half of the Leading and Learning Through Safety podcast. I want to thank Chrissy Dawson of the EI Group for taking a few minutes uh, from a very interesting, uh, we had quite the crowd at the Kentucky Safety Conference, so appreciate her time to stop by and chat about 
the future of sustainability, the future of what they are seeing. And I think that's what I found most amazing is the speakers there were fantastic. I wasn't able to catch a lot as I was uh, involved in some other things. I enjoyed being there, meeting some people. But I think what I love is the Expo Center. You walk around and you're talking to vendors uh, like Chrissy and you're meeting people. And what happens is when there's a need in the EHS space or the leadership space or that HR safety world in that space, I mean, the first thing that people think of is, well, I mean, I, I want to help, of course, but also how can I use my passion, use what I know and, and, and use it to make a business from it. And I think that's amazing. And that's what I love really meeting people who have that passion and they're there to meet a need of their customers. And if there is a customer need for these services, for these items, then that's something that is on the edge and should be on our mind for what is happening in the EHS space. And so I've always seen them as knowing ahead of time of what is coming our way because they've seen the need. They've heard the need. People are talking about, hey, we need a service like this. We need a product like this because there's nothing else in the market space to fill it. And so it gives us that idea or it gave me <laughs> a lot of really cool ideas of, of what's happening. And I was really happy to hear that a lot of companies that were there, a lot of the people that were walking around were looking for what I would call beyond compliance. They felt like they had good compliance, but they wanted to make it better. They wanted to find better PPE than what they were currently using. They wanted to find something that went above and beyond. They also were looking for services that helped take them to the next level. It wasn't just, some of it was, of course, hey, I need a better resource for this piece of my compliance. But a lot of it was, I want to get ahead of it. I, I want to get ahead of the injuries that I'm seeing. I want to get ahead in the world of sustainability because I know that's important. I want to find a better way to lead my people to do things and to build upon what is out there already. I think that's fantastic. And I never thought of it that way till I was starting to interview some of the vendors, some of the people that were there, or even just walking around talking to them and understanding uh, what I did versus what they do and understanding how they have created their business or how they manage their business or what really they focus on and getting people into that space. And what is their best, like, show me your best selling item. And that tells me so much about what is happening. And I found some really interesting things, learned a lot of interesting items. And it, it was, I think, gave me a better idea. And it made me feel a lot better to be around so many people passionate about EHS. And so I think what I'm trying to say is don't underestimate the power of one continuous learning because those CEUs are important, especially if you have a credential. But most importantly, it's about getting around people that have the same passion as you and feeling it. We read and I'm, I get it. I'm a propagator of that. I'll find a news story that just makes you kind of queasy at your stomach and I'll use it to talk about the opportunity that we have in our leadership, HR, EHS space. And I'll use that to my advantage to, I guess, get my message across. In this case, I'm meeting people who 
have that passion, just like I do, and some of them even more so. Some of them even more dynamic, more powerful, more, more. And it just, it energized me to see the other side of it, of those who were driving for more than just compliance. They're really looking at how do we empower, engage, give our people the very, very best that we can. And that is such an awesome thing to see and to feel rather than some of the negative effects that we get so pounded with a lot of times because we get used to trying to teach people that like bad outcomes can happen. But there's also a lot of times where when we're trying to be cutting edge, when we're trying to be the best that we can be, we see that risk is still out there. We see that we can get better at reducing that risk, reducing that harm. And we find something and we find someone or some product or some organization that can help us do that. So again, my thanks to to all those that showed up and participated. It was just a fantastic time. So again, a great opportunity coming up in August. Here's a great transition for some self-promotion. In the week of the 14th and 15th of August, I will be in Nashville, Tennessee for the Tennessee Safety Conference. Uh, again, my booth will be there. Uh, I will also be a speaker talking about how to use safety as that inward bound for good engagement and how do we increase our engagement with our team and use it to our advantage in creating safety. And then also as we flip into the new year, uh, Alert Media is going to have their employee safety conference already scheduled it for 2024. I will be there again as part of a panelist. Super excited to do that. Uh, love had that opportunity to talk about safety, to really build upon what we're already doing, how we're building upon our resources to create a safer environment and a better communication environment. So if you have the opportunity, I hope that you will check out uh, either of those. And if you can't, I hopefully have some good news. My goal is to maybe try to get an audio recording of my presentation from Nashville and maybe get it posted as part of a podcast or something. So just in case you're not able, I know Kentucky and Tennessee, if you're not local, that's a tough one. But I'm hopefully going to get something together so that I can just have it available. Maybe uh, if you wanted to hear it, you'd have the chance to. So... Really look forward to that opportunity. Thank you for joining me on this episode of the podcast. And until next time we chat, stay safe. listening to the Leading and Learning Through Safety podcast. Join the online conversation at www.markafrench.com. All opinions expressed on the podcast are solely attributed to the individual and not affiliated with any business entity. This podcast is for informational and entertainment purposes. It is not a substitute for proper policy, appropriate training, or legal advice.
this has been the Leading and Learning Through Safety podcast.